to Behind the Curtain, episode 11, part number two for you guys. I'm going to have this up for you guys earlier today, but it's not my fault, guys. It's not my fault I didn't record this last night. I had, I had plans on recording this last night, but you know who fault it is? It's SmackDown Live's fault. That's exactly why I didn't record it. I literally, guys, literally fell asleep on that show. Then I woke back up and saw what I missed. I'm like, bro, thank God I fell asleep. <laughs> Because literally, <laughs> miss nothing on SmackDown. It is just insane to me. SmackDown is two hours. And it's worse than Monday Night Raw, which is three hours. I still can't fathom how that's possible. A show that's an hour less than on Mondays is worse. Like, it's just insane, guys. It's, I mean, whew, you fire Eric Bischoff. You bring Bruce Pitcher. I'm like, Bruce Pitcher. I'm like, bro, what's up with this, bro? Like... You might as well kept Eric Bischoff. Because <laughs> this is insane how bad this show is. Now, we all know you can say it's because no fans. But this show was terrible with fans, guys. I mean, like, literally, name two episodes of SmackDown that have been great since the opener. With, if you're going to call that one great. I mean, you had The Rock. You had Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens in that ladder match. Then you had Brock beating Kofi in like four seconds. So, name a SmackDown that's even better than that. You know what I'm saying? That, and, and that is kind of sad that you can't even name a SmackDown that's been better than the, than your opening show. Okay. Yeah, like, <clears throat> like name a show, guys. I mean, it's hard. I, I, I mean, I don't remember a SmackDown that's been even close, even close as good as that one on the debut was Fox. And that's kind of sad to say that you've had how many SmackDowns since you moved to Fox? When did, when did SmackDown move to Fox? October or September of last year? I think it was October they moved there, right? October something they moved to Fox. So you had October, November, December, January, February. You had five months, and it's been five months of terrible TV. I'm not even including the with the no fans, because if you want to include the no fans, go ahead. But you had five months of terrible booking on SmackDown since you moved to Fox before this. So <clears throat> the reason why you guys didn't get no SmackDown, I mean, you didn't get no behind the curtain uploaded last night, now you're waking up. It's because of SmackDown's fault. It put me to sleep, which I'm sure it put many of you guys to sleep. I still can't believe a two-hour show is worse than a three-hour show. And that's hard to say, bro. But Mandy Rhodes and Sonya Deville gave you guys my props for the little five-minute match you guys had. You guys were the best thing on SmackDown. And it was a five-minute match. <laughs> and it was a five-minute match, bro. And they were the best thing on SmackDown. Um... Thanks for giving away the pretty much the fatal four-way tag team match. Even though it was an eight-man tag, you literally gave away the match. Good job again, Bruce Pritchard. Great job there. Um, <clears throat> Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. Don't care. Um, uh, Lacey Evans. You are looking amazing last night. I mean, listen here, guys. I'm sure I'm not the only person that loves some Lacey Evans. Like, she is growing on me. Even though she's not the greatest in-ring in worker. But she's growing on me. It's not just because she's beautiful, but she's growing on me. Lace Evans is growing on me. Um, hopefully, again, Bailey and Sasha. Hopefully, this leads to something. Like, cause they need a feud, bro. Like, they have, this needs to lead to a Bailey and Sasha feud down the line. Um, main event. Jesus Christ. Main event was terrible. And then, listen, why they why were they fighting over a briefcase they can't win until Sunday? Like, what's what was the purpose of beating yourself up if you're not winning the briefcase until Sunday? That's this stupid writing right there. Now, 
I picked Baron Corbin to win. If you guys watched my predictions from yesterday, I had picked Baron Corbin to win the Money in the Bank. Now, he still can win the Money in the Bank, but it's probably not a good sign that he pulled it down already in the matches on Sunday. But I picked Baron Corbin. I'm not changing from Baron Corbin. I'm still picking Baron Corbin, and I'm still picking Nia Jax. So we'll see what happens with that. But again, guys, I've heard these rumors again. I told you guys yesterday behind the curtain on episode 11, part 1. They're planning on doing these cutaways. If you do these cutaways, Vince McMahon, for Money in the Bank, it will be the most dumbest decision. Like, you have only five matches booked for the show. Go ahead and just do an hour match. There's no need to do a cutaway. Oh, let's go back to the Lucha House Party Fatal 4 Tag Team Match. And we'll come right back to the ladder match. Why? That will be so stupid. If you do those stupid cutaways, just go ahead and do that match. If it's an hour, it's an hour. I'm sure I'd rather watch an hour of the Money Bank ladder match, uh, cinematic, than watching the Lucha House Party versus the New Day versus the Forgotten Sons versus Miz and Morrison. I'd rather watch that for an hour than watch that. So don't do no cutaways, bro. Just keep it as simple as it can be. So SmackDown was god-awful last night. Okay, guys, that's why I didn't record behind the curtain. For you guys last night. So, today's news topics. We got news on Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is giving us, he was interviewed by TMZ. He's giving give us uh, the reason why he's still not back wrestling. If you guys want to know about that, we'll discuss that. We have the Revival. Revival dropped some little, um, some little news while they were on Jericho's podcast. Reason why they walked out. And the reason why they thought the tag titles were worthless. Which, <laughs> we all said the Rock said. Listen, both tag team divisions are worthless. So them saying that the tag team titles were worthless and they rather lose to the champions every week. <laughs> They're not giving us news we didn't know. And also news on SummerSlam. The Boston mayor pretty much just canceled SummerSlam yesterday. Well, it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before he came out. But he pretty much said there will be no live uh, events, like no gatherings, live events until September. Which, SummerSlam's in August. So he said until September. So, we got news on SummerSlam being canceled. Which, again, people... I mean, we're at this boat where we all said SummerSlam was going to be canceled at this rate. Because... It's, it's going to be canceled in Boston, pretty much. I don't know, maybe Vince will move it to... Because right now, Oklahoma and Florida are the only two states that are open to having any type of fans at any events. Um, again, UFC 249's tonight. And um, that's going to be in Jacksonville. So, maybe Vince will move SummerSlam to... Listen, at this rate, we don't know what will happen in August. Because, again, we're still in what? We're in freaking May still. So, we have June and July. But, as of right now, it is canceled in Boston. Now, could they move SummerSlam to... Yo, if my Mac computer does this shit one more time... <laughs> guys, I swear my Mac computer would be tripping. So, we're going to get into the SummerSlam news first, but let me pull up the article, because my Mac computer doesn't want to freaking work for me. I just have to do it on my dang phone. It's freaking crazy. So, let's get into SummerSlam news, and I'll give you my thoughts on what they probably will do with SummerSlam, in my opinion. So, <clears throat> WWE already had to make major changes, because WrestleMania, we know that shit. I'm still waiting. Still waiting for my refund, Vince. Still waiting for my refund. Um, from, from WrestleMania and NXT. Still waiting for my refund. Um, the annual event is currently scheduled to take place at the TD Garden in Boston on August 26th. Um, but there has been um, 
the Boston mayor has came out and said news. So let's go ahead and get to the Boston mayor's part. All throughout, nothing has been confirmed. Either way, the city mayor um, has casted doubts over events with large crowds. In a lengthy series of tweets, he wrote, We are planning a healthy reopen and a um, recovery process as soon as the health data tells us it's safe. Okay, that's what he says down here. I can't, I can't announce that the parades and festival will not take place this summer in the city of Boston. It is up to and including, is okay, this, uh, I hate when they word stuff like this. This is worded properly, people. Um, place in the city of Boston, including Labor Day on September 7th. So, pretty much the mayor said all festivals, all events are canceled up until September 7th. So, SummerSlam will not be taking place in Boston as of right now. So, what other backup plans I heard was, again, Oklahoma and Florida. But then, again, we're two months away. Maybe Boston changes their mind. And then, you know, they say, oh, let's invite people over now to come to Boston to watch SummerSlam. But, I don't even know when we're going to get 75% of fans. Now, I was watching JD's um, podcast the other day with um, his, uh, no, it was his review for NXT. It was his review for NXT with Ticket Drew. And Ticket Drew said, can you imagine, probably even next year. WrestleMania might not even be sold out next year in L.A. It may not even have up to, he said, up until maybe 60% capacity. Because, again, you don't know how people are going to be feeling. I mean, listen here, even though here in Florida, the freaking our beaches are still flooded with people. Like They're like, oh, who cares? We're going to the beach. You know what I'm saying? But you can social distance at the beach. Now, with you being in an in a, a open, in a, okay, they could open the stadium. They could open the stadium in L.A. But with you being this close to somebody else over here while you're watching a wrestling event, would you be comfortable with somebody being this close to you while you're watching an event? So that's the only issue there. Now, JD's idea was, hey, Vince, let's go run a private beach and you can social distance at the beach. Do SummerSlam at the beach. Bash on the beach. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. But... I don't know where we're going to even get 70% of fans. Because, again, if it was me at this point, I mean, you might as well just move into the Performance Center and have fans. Or, worst case scenario, you could go to, um, oh, actually, no, that, that college is closed. I was going to say just go to, like, UCF, which is one of the colleges in Orlando. Like one of the, It's one of the big colleges here in Orlando is UCF. I was about to say just go rent the freaking basketball gym and, like, have people... Row, maybe do like two sections or two rows in front of. You could do like, maybe again, just do like four people in each row, social distancing, and then skip a row. Do something like that. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that, but it's gonna, we'll see how it goes in two months. But as of right now, the Boston mayor, SummerSlam, is off. As of right now, he didn't officially cancel it, but it's pretty much just canceled. He said festivals and events or large gatherings are all canceled until September 7th, which pretty much means he canceled SummerSlam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he canceled it. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, I guess, worst case scenario, performance center, maybe you have fans. Maybe you have maybe, I mean, how many fans is the performance center going to hold? Maybe you have maybe 20 people or 30 people. Maybe you do something like that. Maybe you skip a row and you have 30 people in there. You know? So it'll be, it's going to be crazy to know what's going to happen with these events going forward because it's going to be insane because, again, the NBA is even opening back up, but they're going to do it with no fans. So even the football season, we'll see. Are they going to have fans for NFL football games? You know, it's a crazy time we're living in, man, people. But 
let's get on to Mr. Roman Reigns' information. So, we got some information regarding Roman Reigns. Now, I know you guys um, saw Monday Night Raw just like me, and you saw the number one moment for Money in the Bank history. Seth Rollins won his title at WrestleMania 31 from somebody. He won it from somebody. Did he pin Brock Lesnar in that match? Oh, no, that's right, people. He pinned Roman Reigns in that match. So, we all know back a couple weeks ago, I did it for you guys, that Vince McMahon has banned Roman Reigns' name from even being used on TV. Okay? He said if anybody uses his name, is in trouble. He banned his name from being used on TV. Then on Monday, we had them show the number one, the number one moment for Money Bank Cashins, and they showed him, they showed Seth Rollins curb stomping Roman Reigns. I mean, no, not Roman Reigns. They showed him, they showed him curb stomping Brock Lesnar. They took out Roman Reigns from the video package. So I guess this is serious stuff by Vince. He's like really either upset or he's really sticking to his word like, we're cutting this guy out of everything. Now, we all know Roman Reigns took off WrestleMania. He didn't wrestle. He didn't decide to wrestle. Now, he's going to give us the real information here. Now, we all figured out, okay, his wife has kids. He was not going to be feeling well getting his kids sick or getting himself sick because he had cancer. We thought so, right? We're going to get into the article here. But... I honestly don't even know he's going to come back, in my opinion. But let's get to the article first, and I'll give you my thought, my thoughts. So, Roman Reigns, this was, he was interviewed by TMZ. I want to get back to work, but I got to protect my kids. All right. WWE superstar Roman Reigns says he's um, chomping at the bits to get back in the ring, but he can't take any chances with his health because he needs to protect his young kids. <laughs> we just had two newborn twins. Shout out to my man Roman. I heard about that a couple weeks ago. They had, yeah, two new twins. Uh, we just had two newborn twins. Twin boys, Roman says. They're eight weeks old. See? Eight weeks old. So I had to make a decision for them. So, at the time... Well, how long was WrestleMania ago? About like six weeks or six or seven weeks ago? Yeah, it's about that time frame his wife gave birth. Yeah. Um, so I had to, had to make a decision for them. As we previously reported, Roman Reigns opted out of performing at WrestleMania back in April, citing concerns about the T-virus pandemic. A lot of people then think that it was a based off my health and history of my fight against leukemia. Talking to my doctors and stuff, I actually am fine and my immune system is good. Is good. Roman explained. The drug that I take to fight leukemia, they don't attack your immune system. Okay, see? New news. Roman said the decision was bigger than me. It's my family. It's my children. They are my legacy. No matter what I do in this world, my children are going to be the ones to represent my name and carry out the name forward. So I had to make the choice to protect. I mean, I had to make the choice for them to protect them being so young. Roman's only 34. Well, that's crazy. I thought he was actually younger than that. I thought he was around maybe 28 or 29. So Roman's 34. He misses wrestling like crazy. I want to be out there. I want to get back to work. I want to get back to normal. But I just feel that. Feel like I have an obligation not only to my family and myself, but to my community. Also, uh, to set the example, because at the end of the day, we can only do a lot of different things and set a lot of different things, but it's through our actions. They really speak volumes. That's why I'm trying to do. Rain said he's not sure when he will return to the ring, but for now, he's, he's in full daddy mode. So, again, the same thing which I probably thought about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Again, they have... Now, the whole Kevin Owens thing is tricky. Again, Dave Meltzer said he's out with an ankle injury. How long have ankle injuries kept out somebody really, bro? Like three to four weeks, right? Kevin Owens has not been seen since WrestleMania. I think he's doing the same thing. Sami Zayn is doing the same thing. Roman's doing the same thing. 
They're protecting their family. Now, I woke up to news about Jacare Souza, the UFC fighter who tested positive for coronavirus. Now, they're having an event tonight at UFC 249 Jacksonville. So, that just shows you, you can get it from anybody, bro. Even if you're a fit athlete, Jacare Souza had coronavirus. I mean, shit, had T-virus, okay? So, you can get it from anywhere. And then his, I heard that his two cornermen have got the T-virus, too. So, you can get it from anywhere. You never know, bro. You never know. That's why you have to be safe. So, the whole Roman situation to me, I'm perfectly fine with it. It's, listen, if Roman, Reigns, if Roman Reigns was on SmackDown, how much will he be helping SmackDown? Okay, he would be champion. We know that. He'll be champion right now. Who would, who, would, who would Roman be facing? Braun Strowman? But you guys want to see Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman again? You know? So, like, to me, this is a blessing in disguise for Roman Reigns. Because when he comes back on TV, he'll get a huge pop. He'll get a huge pop. He won't get no boost. But no, he, he won't be booed. He'll get a huge pop. And then maybe you can carry out Roman Reigns being your company guy again. But as of right now, it's actually benefiting him being off TV than if, it, if he was on TV. So, respect for Roman Reigns. Hopefully, your um, kids will be doing well. And you know what? You're not missing nothing, bro. You are not missing nothing. Stay at home until you really feel comfortable to return. You're missing absolutely nothing. Okay? <laughs> so, let's get into the final news topic here. The Revival. Future, maybe, AEW employees, top guys. So there's going to be a three-minute um, little clip that was from Jericho's podcast, which I thought was the best part of the podcast. If you guys are not going, go listen to the whole thing with Chris Jericho. It's fantastic. It's worth your listen. Now, I'm going to be pausing a little bit and discussing with you guys with my thoughts on it. Again, I watched, I already listened to the whole thing, but just in your own opinions, it's a great listen. Okay, so it's a three-minute clip here, so let's check it out. Yeah, so there was plenty of opportunities, as you hear right there from Dash Wilder. They were giving the Revival so many chances. They're like, we're like, okay, we're going to give you the tag team titles, guys. Okay, be happy with us. I'm like, listen, the thing with all NXT, NXT tag teams, let's go, let's go through who, 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 got call, who got called up, okay? The Ascension. Did Ascension ever win the tag team titles? How were they used? Terrible. Big Cass and um, Enzo Mori. Did they ever win the tag team titles? And that's a damn shame. Because I remember everybody's like, yo, Big Cass and Enzo were freaking great. Like, listen, the problem when they, then when they didn't bring up Carmella, I think they used Carmella later down the line. Or was, she, was, or was Carmella ever used with Big Cass and Enzo on the main roster? I think they, she was not. She was called up separately, which was a stupid decision by Vince McMahon. You should have used Carmella with Big E. I mean, not Big E. With um, Big Cass and Enzo. But... Big, I mean, I keep calling him Biggie, um, but Cass and Enzo, they were, they were pushed some more, and then they were never used properly. So yeah, Enzo and Big Cass, Ascension, buried. Um, who else that we can name from NXT? Alright, so far now, Otis and Tucker. If you guys have not noticed, Vincent Mann has dropped Tucker from Otis. It's, Otis is now a single superstar. Tucker has now been dropped. So if you want to add heavy machinery to that list, they were not used properly. Um, who? What are what other other tag teams? Shit. I'm trying to think before I even get to the revival. Shit. Were there any more tag teams, guys? You guys, comment down below. More tag teams that were not used properly from NXT. I'm trying to think of anybody else. 
Dang it. I'm trying to think whether any more tag teams are not used properly. Oh, Street Okay, if you want to say Street Profits, for, to, for the beginning, they were not... I mean, I wasn't the only person who didn't like the Street Profits. They were doing the stupid backstage gimmicks. I'm like, dude, wrestle. So, Street Profits, you can say somewhat have not been used properly, but they're starting to use the Street Profits. But we'll see what happens with them later down the line. Okay? So, but, now the Revival. Okay, my whole thought process. They came in, they won the tag team titles again. I think they beat the Usos for the belt. Oh, there was a New Day. The first time. I think they beat the Usos or New Day. One or the other. I think there was a New Day they beat for the tag titles. The beginning with. Okay? They won the tag team titles, and then you just started not to use them after they won. And then they dropped the belts back to New Day. I believe they dropped it back to New Day. And then this went on like a losing streak. And then they weren't used on TV. And then they found Randy Orton. Now... I wasn't the only person who said, yo, they're being used with Randy fucking Orton. Like, this is really good. They're being used with Randy Orton. And then and then Vince just said, no, these guys are getting over with Randy Orton. Because, again, they had not re-signed their contract at the time frame that they were being paired with Randy Orton. So Vince is like, okay, they're getting over. But they have not signed their contract. So if you're not going to sign the contract, I'm splitting you guys apart from Randy Orton, which was so dumb. But let's continue the podcast. I'll give you guys my thoughts back on that. Yep. who it is or who it's with or who you put belts on we just want the tag team division to mean something that way we can all make more money and uh you know we, we i think we knew underneath it all that there was never going to be a real push for real tag teams for whatever reason you know i don't know what it is but if you are in the tag team division and you're two singles guys thrown together you got a much better chance of being featured than you do if you're a uh a, a, a uh, standard tag team. You see that? You hear that? Look at freaking Cedric Alexander and freaking um, Ricochet. How are they getting more than a push? How are they getting more than a push than, for example, let's say, who's on Monday? <laughs> Yo, who's even on Monday Night Raw? For, okay, for example, yeah, Ricochet and um, Ricochet and um, Cedric Alexander. They're, okay, I didn't mention the Viking Raiders. Look what happened to them. Freaking buried, bro. Like, they won the tag team titles and then they freaking just get buried and they don't get used. Um, yeah. Ricochet and um, Cedric Alexander. How are they being featured on Monday Night Ma Monday Night Raw more than the Viking Raiders? You know what I'm saying? Even if you want to call it the pandemic thing, they don't want to wrestle. But there, they're getting more featured than uh, Ricochet. I mean, they're getting featured more than Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. You know what I'm saying? So, it's true. Like, if you just get thrown together as a tag team, I mean, like, who was it? Who was it? Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. They won the tag team titles. They're not a real tag team. You know what I'm saying? The freaking Authors of Pain was a real tag team, and they didn't get and they didn't get given the belts. Authors of Pain too, another Barry tag team. Yeah, so how does Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy get the tag teams over AOP, who's actually an actual tag team? <laughs> Both the same that work the same. Um, so I think that you know well, we knew that there was never really going to be a big focus on the tag team division, and that's why we that's why we worked so hard in 2019 to try to make it a focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Triple H probably. Yeah, I feel like in his heart, maybe he believed it. I think he really thought that things were going to change, that power would shift, and there'd be more things delegated out to different people, and things wouldn't be so reliant on just one guy. Yep. I think, honestly, he believed it, and he, when he told us that things were going to change at the time, 
very hopeful. Yeah. But Probably Triple H. Yep, and that's true, and that is facts. Um, Bell's report, don't play JD's video. Hold on, people. <laughs> Trying to make me play JD's video. Um, that's true. I and also in the um in the podcast, you go listen. The revival said they were not offered seven hundred fifty thousand. They were offered a. They were offered a. They were offered a million. <laughs> they were offered a million dollars each to stay. They were offered a million dollars each to stay. It's the same thing like with Carl Anderson and freaking Luke Gallows. How much were they offered? Like three million? It's insane. Like literally just to keep people on your roster and not use them. Like a, it's the same thing like JD said, bro. What they should have done with the tag team division is just had them go on both shows. Like the women, the women's um, the the oh my gosh, the women's um, title singles belt should have been on both shows. Tag team should have been on both shows. You can keep your um, IC, US, main roster champions on equal show. But the tag team titles and the women's single title should have been on both shows. Because again, those divisions are not able to stand by themselves. They're not. Can you imagine the Revival versus the Viking Raiders? That would have been a great match. Or the, Revi or the Revival versus the Street... Oh no, the Revival's on Raw. Or the Revival versus... Um, God, who's on SmackDown? Jesus, who's on SmackDown besides the, the Viking Raiders? No, Viking Raiders are on Monday Night Raw. Jesus, see SmackDown? Okay, yo, there's no tag teams on SmackDown. Okay, the Revival versus the Usos, or the Usos versus the Street Profits. Yo, Usos versus the Street Profits match would have been great. Can you imagine that? Or the New Day versus the Viking Raiders. Like, there should have been on both shows because you don't have no tag team wrestling like, you can even sustain on equal shows. So, in my opinion, they should have been on both shows. I agree with JD. They should have been women's titles, single title, and the men's tag team should have been on flowing between both shows. Because they don't have the sustainability to have one show with tag team wrestling. It's just not possible. Now, NXT can make crap turn into good. Because Triple H could make freaking the four tag team division make it look like they have eight tag team wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? But... At that point, I mean, there's nothing else you can do. If you're not going to really invest into your tag team wrestling, just let them go. 
There was nothing else you could really do. They were fed up with you not using them, and they were fed up with having a crappy tag team division, which I don't blame the Revival. Like, bro, we're freaking one, two of the best tag team wrestlers in the company. I mean, in the world. And we're being treated like it doesn't matter. So, that's crazy. And also, for you guys who saw that leaked poster, the leaked pictures of the outfit, that the Revival was like, oh, we're supposed to wear this. That was a gimmick change. The action was real. So, go back and listen to the full podcast, guys. You're going to get great insight. Um, and, yeah, I'll be here tomorrow, guys, for... Um, Live reactions for Money in the Bank. So forget to like the video, comment down below, subscribe, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok down below. TikTok is just the King Ellie show. Spotify and Anchor is down below. So both podcasts will be uploaded tomorrow on Spotify and Anchor. And I'll catch you guys back here tomorrow for live reactions for Money in the Bank. Oh boy. <laughs> Gonna be another snooze fest of a pay-per-view. Catch you guys tomorrow.